Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, welcome to the Horse Hour podcast. I'm Amy Stevenson, and today I'm talking to Ruth Chappell from Dressage Anywhere and why she's supporting Hannah's Wilbury Wonder Pony Wobbleberries Challenge. They're inspired by Hannah Francis. It's all about her legacy and trying to raise as much money as possible. And the Wobbleberries Challenge was set up by middle-aged weekend riders that haven't jumped in years. Ruth is going to tell us all about it and why she's supporting Wobbleberries Challenge. This is Horse Hour. How are you? I'm really good, thanks, Amy. How are you doing? I'm good. Now, this is so exciting. It's the Wobbleberries Challenge. I like the sound of that. Can you explain a little bit what it's all about? Yeah, absolutely. It is really exciting, actually. The Wobbleberries Challenge was started earlier on this year, um, and it's an initiative that has been inspired by Hannah Francis. And the whole idea is to challenge riders to get ready to compete at a BE80 event by autumn 2017. Wow. Um, and it's got the backing of British eventing as well, which is really exciting. So riders are called Wobbleberries, mm. and they're all people that might have some challenges around fitness or being brave enough to to compete at a B80 event. But the main criteria is that they're dedicated and they're supportive of all their, their fellow riders. So it's really aimed at people who fancy a challenge. I love it. It sounds so exciting. Let's just explain quickly what the BE80 level is, because there are so many different levels to British eventing. So the the BE80 is the introductory level of the competition in eventing. So it's the it's the the beginner level. If you can say that eventing is a beginner, because to be honest, I think you've got to be a pretty good rider to even go anywhere near a British eventing competition. But the fences are a height of 80 centimetres and a British eventing accredited coach is on hand at each competition to help and support and and to be there and what's lovely is that so many people have got on board with Hannah Francis and the Wilbury Wonder Pony charity it's just been phenomenal this year and so Ruth you're getting involved with Dressage Anywhere you're you're supporting this Wobbleberry Challenge which is a genius idea so if you then have maybe not tried cross-country before but can jump 80 centimeters at home could you get involved? Yeah, absolutely. There's no reason why you couldn't. But you have to sign up to the Wobbleberries Challenge first. So you have to go to wobbleberries.com. 
um, and wait for a, an opening because they're, they're inviting lots of different riders at, at different stages. They've already got 1,200 riders on board now. Wow. Um, and I understand they might they might be um, opening invitations for further riders at a later date. So it's important to keep an eye on that on that website. But yes, people sign up through wobbleberries.com and they set a target the amount of money that they want to raise for the Wobbleberries challenge and all of the funds that they raise then goes to the Wilbury Wonder Pony charity, which is absolutely super. What I understand, I think they set an initial target of £50,000 and they've exceeded that already. And I think they, they've raised about £85,000 so far. And Another thing I saw, um, they're expecting to, if, if everybody who has signed up raises the amount of money that they've said they're going to raise, they're mm. expecting to raise about £250,000 oh, wow. to Warby Wonder Pony Charity, which is really super, really exciting. That's amazing. And gosh, to think that you can raise money whilst having fun at the same time, and it might give you that boost or that confidence to actually go out and, and have a go. And you might be doing cross country at home. And, you know, a friend of mine, she's amazing at cross country. And she keeps saying, I'm going to go out and do more. And I'm going to enter these competitions. And she never really gets around to it. And I think a lot of that is because you feel like you're going to be surrounded by so many amazing people. And she doesn't have the confidence to then go mm. to these competitions. So doing the Wobbleberry Challenge is perfect because you're surrounded by people who are supportive and enthusiastic. And have have you had a go, Ruth? Because I know you're dressage, <laughs> so dressage anywhere. You know, would you ever have a go at cross country? Oh yeah, absolutely. Me, me and Jeffrey, we've we've turned our hands to everything in the past. Have you? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we we've we have competed in a few hunter trials. We used to do quite a bit of show jumping as well, but uh, we settled on on dressage a little while ago. I like to keep four feet on the ground <laughs> at the moment, but but every now and then we do have a go at something else, and we can normally be seen galloping across the Hampshire countryside at some point or another. Wow. Um, so yeah, no, I'd love to sign up for this and have a go. It is such a great opportunity. Well, even Blackjack and I had a go at jumping the other day, and uh, a lot of people say Frisians can't jump. Well, this one couldn't to start with, <laughs> but he's he's getting better now. We we knocked a few poles down, and it was only a little cross pole. It was literally about a foot high, if that and he still ploughed through those but by the third time we managed to get over the jump and um and so I'm quite envious of you being able to go and do cross country because you know yeah. a Frisian cross Gelderlander I couldn't really imagine him galloping around the cross country field but it would be an amazing experience and are these events then are they the Wobbleberry Challenge is that held all over the UK well well yeah I mean there are the Wobbleberry Challenge itself has just been set up to to support riders and get them ready to compete at a BE 80 event by next autumn, by, by autumn 2017. So what they're doing between now and then is they're holding, it, it's all set up regionally, so there are different regional reps in each area and they're setting up lots of different clinics. There might be some dressage clinics, some show jumping stuff, some um, cross country as well to try and help people get ready to take part in a BE80 event next year. Well, the funny thing is, we Blackjack and I jumped this weekend because we went to a British eventing clinic a few weeks ago. So we went to the one at Kingston Moorwood with Eric Smiley and Gemma Tattersall was uh, she was doing oh, wow. the demo. It was amazing, yeah. and and we were totally inspired by it and, and my friend who I said is amazing at cross country yeah. um 
she actually had the poles laid out. Uh, Eric taught us to lay the poles out in a kind of semicircle and canter over them. And that helps with picking their feet up and keeping mm. control. And, and so we picked up a lot from that, which, OK, I can't do cross country. But even I picked up some jumping techniques and some picking up your feet better, mm. uh, which we don't do techniques. So, uh, you know, was that maybe one of the Wobbleberry Challenge clinics that they're holding? Because they were amazing. Yeah, I think it may well be. I think there's quite a lot that has been set up. I mean, I'm quite new to this because we first started talking to the guys who have set up the challenge um, early last week. They approached Dressage Anywhere um, and invited us to hold the Wobbleberries Dressage Challenge, which is something that we can run for the next six months to help riders become more familiar with what the dressage judge is looking for and give them a little bit more confidence in the dressage arena mm. um, so this is this is all still quite new to me it's really exciting though <laughs> but the dressage element isn't new to you I mean the people yeah. that are involved with dressage anywhere you, you're talking high level judges aren't you oh god absolutely we're working with British dressage list one and two and some FEI judges as well we've just completed the dressage deluxe British dressage online championships which we ran during November um, and we had a whole range of BD list one judges involved in that it was really amazing so have you been putting the clinics together already then I mean I know you've only been involved in a week but yes we work really quickly dealing with the the guys and we've set up the first competition which opened on the 1st of December and we announced it and launched it on the 1st of December as well so only a few days ago and that includes three tests to choose from there's an intro test a prelim test and a British eventing test mm-hmm. um, and we will run that every month right up until the end of May next year so we can take part in that then by going to dressage anywhere and yes okay let's just get this in our heads right because <laughs> there's so much to do so we need to go to wobbleberries.com to sign up with them that's right and then we go over to dressageanywhere.com and that's where we can enter the dressage phases of the training that's right yes and for each month that a rider enters with dressage anywhere they will earn league points so come this time well may next year we'll have some exciting prizes to give away um to some of those those people who score the highest points we're not quite sure what those are yet we're busy organizing it we're really frantic trying to get all of this set up for everybody but we will have something nice for them so what happens in six months time then do we are we hoping that some people who have been going through this training process with the wobbleberry challenge will then go and enter a british eventing be80 yeah absolutely we're hoping that by autumn next year people will be ready they'll feel comfortable they'll feel confident um, and they'll be able to go and enter a be80 event Wow. Is there a big difference, Ruth, between dressage in eventing and dressage on its own? I I wonder. I know the horses look different because obviously you you need a slimmer, uh, more athletic. Well, it's it's not more athletic. It's how do you describe the difference between an eventing horse and a dressage horse? But the the to me the dressage horses look much more muscular they've got more muscle on them they're heavier they uh they wiggle their bum more <laughs> <laughs> really important criteria <laughs> yeah. well you know you feel like i don't know how to explain it but um i feel like when i'm walking on blackjack he's a he's a dressage horse i feel like i'm swinging from side to side a little bit more than on a thoroughbred horse because they need to be more lean they need to have more speed mm. so in terms of the dressage though what would be the difference between 
the two? So the rules between British dressage and, and British eventing dressage tests differ ever so slightly. So you can't have callers in a British eventing dressage test. You need to have practiced and learnt your test beforehand, whereas in a BD test at the lower level, certainly you can have a caller um, just in case you run into trouble and you forget parts of your test. But that in, in itself surprises me because I would have yeah. expected it to have been the other way around. So I would have expected that if you're doing dressage all the time, you should be remembering your test. But because the eventers have so many other disciplines to do as well, you'd almost expect them to be able to have a caller. You would, wouldn't you? I'm not quite sure why why it's that way around. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. <laughs> I think maybe it's the layout of um, of some British eventing tests or something, because you quite often find if you go to um, a British eventing uh, competition, you find all of the dressage arenas quite close together. So you think if you've got a series of callers all set up calling everybody else's tests, that could get quite confusing, couldn't mm, it? Mm. Um, I'm sure it's that rule is not in place for that reason. There is probably a very, very... <laughs> practical and technical reason why that is so <laughs> but I think the the British eventing tests do tend to differ ever so slightly the one that we're looking at so for this month we're running BE 90 test 92 and that's on a level with the intro and the prelim tests that we've put on as well so it's walk trot and canter and there's some 20 meter circles and, and basic shapes like that you know they're not asking for leg yielding and lateral movements and everything you get that much higher up in in British eventing tests well that sounds achievable absolutely yeah so you just have to be able to walk trot and canter and and you can enter that's true I mean the judge is going to be looking for accuracy as well (laughs) (laughs) and being able to ride shapes the right kind of size Mm -hmm. um you know, doing all of your transitions at the appropriate markers and that sort of thing. So there's going to be quite a lot more to it than just a walk trot on the canter. <laughs> well, I'm really, really thrilled for you, Ruth. I'm so glad that you're involved with this and Thank behind you. it. And to have the opportunity to be able to run these clinics is brilliant. And you're actively supporting the Wilbury Wonder Pony charity as well, aren't you? Oh, we are. Absolutely. So uh, for every entry that we get in the Wobblebury Dressage Challenge, we've committed to donate two pounds from that from every entry uh, to the Wobblebury's Challenge, which will then go to Wilbury Wonder Pony Charity. So we're really excited to do that as well. Thank you so much, Ruth. Thank you for coming on to the Horse Owl podcast. Tell us all about it. So we can find out more information if we head to your website. We'll just remind you that is dressageanywhere.com. We can also head to wobbleberries.com. And can we follow you both on Twitter? Yes, you can find Wobbleberries Challenge at T Wobbleberries. And Dressage Anywhere is on Twitter as dressage underscore com. Thanks, Ruth. Lovely. Thanks very much. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Next week is going to be huge because we're headed to Olympia. It's a week long full of horsey goodness. And uh, the most exciting bit about Olympia is that Charlotte and Vallegro are going to be doing their final ride before Vallegro goes into retirement. And I do believe that's on the Wednesday. So uh, it's a very, very exciting week. We're with events through a lens. We'll be bringing you all the photos, videos, backstage gossip, interviews, everything 
everything that goes on, we will let you know on Horse Hour. So keep an eye on Twitter at Horse Hour all week next week. If you're headed there, then tag us in your photos, take a selfie of where you are. And if you can't make Olympia, then I will do my best to give you as much information as I can. Uh, But tell us what you're up to. If you go away for the weekend, if you're going out with your horses, then I'd love to see your stories. So it's at Horse Hour on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I hope you have a really good week and I'll speak to you next week. You've been listening to Horse Hour. Join the community on Twitter, Mondays, 8pm UK time, 3pm Eastern by using the hashtag HorseHour. Follow Amy at AmyStevenson1 and subscribe to us on Acast, iTunes, Stitcher and Player FM. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.